5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Let's talk some motoring and from carexpert.com.au, all the latest news on new cars and what's going on in the world of uh, motoring. Paul Marich, hello Paul. Good evening, mate. Now, tell me about Ferraris. I saw a beauty today, just a, a <laughs> nice new model. But anyway, they're about to launch their own SUVs. I know, it's a bit funny, isn't it? Because the boss of Ferrari a little while back said, we will never do an SUV, <laughs> we don't want to stoop to that low. And uh, lo and behold, they are doing an SUV. It's due to be released in 2023. Um, now, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but it's called the Ferrari Puro Sangue, which mm. is... Italian for um, SUV. Uh, pure, yeah, for SUV, I guess. <laughs> That's probably what it means. Um, but we've just seen leaked images of it, and um, it looks interesting. It, it's kind of, it's not what you picture as an SUV. You think SUV, you think big Land Cruiser yeah, style yeah. thing. This is more quite a compact and sporty looking SUV. It's, yeah, it looks almost like a, like a sports car, like a low car, not a high, you know, climb into car, as you say. Yeah. You know? I've got concerns about that because they've they've said here that they're doing a two plus two, which is kind of like a technically a four seater, but generally a two plus two tells me there's not a great deal of room in the back if you have tall mates. And um, it's kind of, I just kind of don't really understand the point in an SUV. You can't actually fit anything inside it, and it's just sort of it's there to look nice. So it is it is a very strange one to me. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the uh, the sort of interior cutout that is part of your story, uh, there's not. If you imagine where the seat is, where the front person sits, there's not a lot of room, as you say. The- well, that that cutout shows the front bloke stretched out quite nicely, yes. and then the guy in the back has like half width legs that are <laughs> They're up around his chin. His yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's right. Fetal position. Most, <laughs> it's not the most pleasant thing in the world. No, no, okay. So we'll look out for that. But I tell you what, their regular cars are pretty nice, that's for sure. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, the Ford Ranger Raptor, I, I don't know if I was, it wouldn't have been a new one, but it was a pretty new one. I was behind one today. Gee, they're, they're big cars. Yeah, they've got a bit of a presence. The new one is even bigger, so... Mm. Uh, in more ways than one. So physically it's bigger, but it also now packs an enormous engine. So they've ditched the two-litre diesel and it's now been replaced with a three-litre twin-turbocharged V6 petrol engine. Uh, it's a pretty incredible beast. I had the chance to check it out at the Ford Proving Ground earlier this week and um, they've uh, optioned it with things like beadlock rims. So if you do any off-road driving, they're going to be really beneficial for that type of thing front and rear differential locks. It is quite an impressive car, and the engine, I think, will turn this into pretty much the supercar of Utes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So on that, fuel consumption. Um, it, I mean, big big Utes like this, they'd use a bit, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, especially this one. So this will weigh around the same as the last generation Ranger Raptor, which is around that 2.2 tonne mark. And now that it's powered by a petrol V6, I yeah. think that uh, you don't want to be buying this if you're concerned about visiting the petrol station very often. <laughs> so on that, so fuel prices now hitting the $2 mark. I, I've heard they're even dearer over there in, in Melbourne where you are, but uh, 91 here is, is about 2 bucks at the moment, or just a shade under that, 0. 0.9, 199.9. How do you see that affecting the industry? Uh, look, it, it's interesting because this, uh, the irony here is that all the fuel companies that are pushing these prices up are actually driving people towards EVs, yeah. which obviously don't use any fuel. So I think this is this is a short-term uh, sort of boost for them in terms of getting a little bit more money in their pockets. But I think longer term, this is going to affect the oil and, and fuel industry, and it will push people towards EVs. Uh, the other thing you've got to consider as well is, and, and this sounds crazy when I say it, but fuel is quite cheap in Australia. 
So we do have low quality fuel compared to other parts of the world, but in comparison to something like the States, even uh, when I was most recently in, in um, California, fuel was now five and a half dollars a gallon. So really? a gallon is around four litres. So they're now over a dollar US a litre. So we're actually not that far off um, the US, which has, you know, in theory, very cheap fuel. So mm. um, I think that, um, yes, it is expensive. It'll probably get a little bit more expensive in the sort of weeks and months to come. But uh, keep in mind that it could be worse. Yeah, okay. Well, let's let's keep that in the back of our minds. It doesn't feel that way. Uh, you, you mentioned EVs, and this might drive uh, people looking at cars towards them. I've read a couple of reviews, and including one today in the Oz, about the BYD, which is the dumbest name ever when you look at what that actually means, but the Atto 3 EV for a Chinese car that actually looks, in, in, inside and out, looks really impressive. Yeah, so BYD stands for Build Your Dreams, um, which is just the cheesiest name in the world. Yep. Uh, look, these guys are interesting because they've been talking about launching in Australia for some time now, and no one has really taken them all that seriously because it's just been all talk and no action. And they've now committed to bringing this car, the Atto 3, which I still think is a very odd name. Uh, it's actually called the Huan Plus in China. Hmm. So they've changed it to Atto 3, which they think is going to be better. Um, it is basically a small SUV that will have a driving range of around 450 to 500 kilometres. They're hoping for it to be affordable around that $45,000 mark when it finally does launch around mid-year. They're also going to eventually bring what will become Australia's cheapest EV, which is... Um, uh, another strange-sounding car. It's called the EA1, hmm. um, kind of like the EA Falcon, uh, <laughs> also better than the, the Chinese version of the name, which is Dolphin. Um, <laughs> but they're hoping that that was going to be around the $35,000 market, again, a full electric vehicle. The curious thing with these guys is that you won't go to what is you know traditionally known as a dealership. You'll go to a My Car, which is um, what used to be known as the Kmart Tire and Auto Service. Yeah, label. yeah. So I find that very odd that you'll go into you know what is probably going to look like a mechanics workshop to buy your brand new car. <laughs> it just seems odd to me. And a mechanics workshop to buy an EV that would never need a mechanic again. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> yeah, so unreal. So, okay, small SUV. We're talking, uh, I'm trying to think what, is it like a, a an old Hyundai Tucson like mine? <laughs> is that the sort of car? Yeah, look. If you think uh, something like a Hyundai Kona, it'll be a little bit bigger than that. So a smaller SUV, okay. um, it, it's, it's the type of thing that I think will get them the foothold and the price bracket they need to get into the Australian market. Mm. They've actually, well, they claim they've spent millions of dollars uh, on the factory in China to build up to 15,000 of these electric SUVs um, sort of off the bat in right-hand drive because China is a left-hand drive market. Okay, all right. Um, and, and look, I, I think they might have some success. You currently buy them all through a website and then pick them up at, at your local MyCar. So, um, yeah, I'll be curious to see how it goes and whether it actually ever materialises because they have been talking about it for quite some time, but we're yet to actually see or drive any of their cars. Now, 40-odd grand for 400 Ks in an EV, that's pretty good going, isn't it, as far as pricing goes? Yeah, it is. If you look at the equivalent, which was the NGZS EV, that was around that forty-four, $45,000 mark drive away. They've now run out of stock of that in Australia. Oh, really? We're waiting for the facelifted model to come, but that was only around the 250 to 300 kilometre mark. So okay. you can see how 
these are becoming cheaper and cheaper in terms of what you're getting. And eventually, they really will be at a price point that is that is going to work for the average punter in Australia. And the other thing too, I mean, if Chinese cars are going to come in at that low price, that'll make other manufacturers, Hyundai and others that are producing uh, electric cars, uh, look at cutting their prices. Surely. Yeah, I mean, look, we just drove the Kia EV6, the latest um, EV from them, and our review goes live on that tomorrow. But the car that we drove was eighty three thousand dollars. So I think that that is still quite a stretch for, for a lot of people and, and they really need these um, Chinese brands to come to Australia to bring the rest of them down. And I think before long we'll see the rest of them having to catch up because uh, people will just go to the to the most affordable option if, if an EV is what they want and mm. if an EV is, is what they want to avoid those big fuel prices we're paying at the moment. Mm. Uh, Jeff has uh, texted in with a question for you on what his car is worth, but uh, you'd suggest Google Redbook and then add, what, 10 20% to the price because second-hand cars are in demand? Yeah, I think so. It depends on the car, but um, I, I would just add a little bit to whatever they claim the private uh, cost of that car is, and I, would, I wouldn't bother trading it in. Uh, you'll probably get some good money at the moment uh, for a private sale. Just make sure you get some really good photos of it when you do list it for sale. All right, terrific. Uh, great. Paul, thank you so much. If people want more info about what we've talked about tonight or look at a review on a car they might be looking at, where do they go? Well, they can go check out that Ferrari SUV <laughs> yes. at carexpert.com.au. Terrific. Good on you, mate. We'll chat next week. Thank you. Thanks. Paul, Paul Marriage there, carexpert.com.au. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.